Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. And yes, the rumours are true. We're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So don't waste any time. Grab your tickets today and come and watch me, Alfie and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie, though, isn't it? Yeah. Happyhourlive.co.uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. guys and welcome back to jack makes happy hour podcast i am here with the man that never leaves it's stevie white stevie i want you to just close your eyes a minute can you hear santa's sleigh bells coming yes no you say no why no, would you no, be oh, sorry to, no it's not christmas eve is no it? no but can you hear darts flying through the air making their way to alexandra palace the darts are starting tomorrow why have i closed my eyes for that just trying Hear the darts. Okay. Thank you. Yes, I can hear it. Are you excited? I can't wait. I'm buzzing. I am excited. We're going to be we're going. We, we will be going. Not tomorrow, but we will be going. I remember last year the feeling of watching Lisa Ashton play. Do you love I'm, Lisa I've, Ashton? I've never been so happy. Yeah. She didn't win, but she was close. She's great. But someone else who is great. Mm. Today on the show, we have television presenter, reporter, journalist, best known for her work on Sky Sports and arguably the face of darts. It's Miss Emma Payton. How are you, Emma? I'm good, thank you. Lisa Asher, that's niche. I like uh, it. See, he's trying. He's going to try and flex his darts knowledge now, but right. he's picked her just because he was there when she was on, and okay. everyone loves Fair. her at the palace. People do that, don't they? Yeah. Well, she never wins, does she? Whoa. Whoa. She has multiple women's world titles. Uh, Within the world, <laughs> she never wins. She won when we were there. No, she didn't. Yeah, yeah. She came really oh, close. She yeah. She, oh. yeah, and everyone. I've never seen the crowd get so excited as when she was on. Yeah, well, she's a fan favorite. Yeah, but like Josh Rock was on next, and he was at that time. It was like all about Josh Rock, wasn't so it? So much hype. Yeah, but yeah. Lisa Ashton. That was where we she's were buzzing. Person. She's your girl. I like it. Yeah, down and pints for her. How are you, Emma? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, really yeah. good. Um, excited to get going tomorrow. It is yeah. indeed. It is. Do you just live at the palace then for those weeks? For those weeks, yeah. yeah. Um, don't have a lot of downtime. So right. obviously we have the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth off. Mm. 
but I kind of spend that recovering from the previous nine days and yeah. gearing up for kind of like, I suppose, not to say the, the better bits, but you've kind of got the first round, second round out of the way. Yeah. And then you're like, this is kind of the exciting bit now. So, right. um, sort of live there, but you get into a, it's one of those weird ones where by the end you're like, oh God, like kind of glad that's over in a way but then mm. the day after you're like oh man I'm, I'm kind of sad not to be going back <laughs> and I like, miss everyone it's like a music festival like yeah. by the end of the uh, last you're day you're dead music- obviously yeah. and yeah. you're like oh I kind of need a lie in like I can't wait but mm. then the next day I'm like messaging Wayne or Webby like guys I kind of miss you like, this is too much maybe and they're like Emma fuck off yeah like, they're like, I'm yeah. on to with my family like <laughs> we colleagues and that's it <laughs> love it now we always start with the same question Emma I want you to imagine a mythical place called the Happy Hour Hall of Fame, and you can submit any item to that Hall of Fame. It will be forever immortalised into it. It can be a place, a person, a feeling, a thing. What would you like to put in there? I feel like this is really basic. Mm. So you've probably either had it loads of times or not at all because it's so basic. Um, but I want to put coffee in there. Okay. Like, like, We've never had it. Really? Never had never it. Never had it. Like, I was watching I'm a Celebrity recently and I was thinking, do they not have coffee? Or like, Because it's never spoken about. Mm. I feel like it's a big part of some people's personalities. Like, yeah. They, they need it in the morning. They definitely I won't have it in there. Really? Or is that like a, a fake thing where we're like, well, like we don't think they have it, but maybe they are kind of giving it on the sly and... Uh, that would be some, That'd ruin yeah. the show. Yeah, but, sure, but, but surely, like they don't talk about it. If I was in there, I'd be like, oh God, I could I could really do with a coffee right now. Yeah, I think I would <laughs> they struggle. Never, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I wake up and I order... Uh, deliver Starbucks on Deliveroo every day. Wow! So the guy, tell me you live in the middle of nowhere and there's not one like Daniel Street or he could definitely go get lazy, one. Super- <laughs> <laughs> but I have a guy on a moped just Bring coming out and doing coffee. I yeah. get it because I am one of those people. I get into a routine. I've got a coffee machine, but mm. I like to walk down the road to get a coffee in the morning. Yeah, but I get that. You're starting your day. You're yeah, getting out. Getting you're out you're getting air. Yeah. yeah, I wake up. You usually, get on Deliveroo. <laughs> usually about midday. We're not, yeah, this is not the same. Yeah. <laughs> Fortnite's on. I'm 30. I've not got much going on, Emma. No, but you, this is really <laughs> successful, all right? This podcast is super successful. The one day a week right. he has to come yeah. in. <laughs> oh. Love it. Coffee's a good shout. Coffee, We're going to yeah, put it in. Be. Do you have a specific coffee? Are you one of these mocha laka No, I'm a flat white, but with oat milk. There'll be people, you know, rolling their eyes, raising their eyebrows, but I just prefer the taste. Oh, is that the only just, reason? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you not have a, you're not a coffee man? I don't you? drink hot drinks. You're such at all. I get it. Like I'm not a tea drinker, so you know, I'm. If someone asked me to make a tea, that would be quite a struggle because I don't drink tea myself. <laughs> Why do you? But I just never. I've just never drunk tea. A sacrilege. Is For it? a lot of people, it is. Yeah, it is. I think it's weird to I'd, be from I'd England. Dip like a biscuit in a hot drink, but then yeah. I pour the hot drink out afterwards. Or toast. We've we've spoken about this. Vile. Toasting a hot drink. He dips toast Toasting in his tea. Yeah, that's just like wrong, isn't it? It's weird, isn't it? I don't like soggy sort of food like that. And then he you drinks know. the buttery tea afterwards. Put butter in a coffee. <laughs> then you get a belly like me. <laughs> <laughs> but coffee is firmly yeah. in there. It's a great okay, shout. And we've never had it. Never okay. had it. Now we need to get to know the lady behind the presenter. Whoa. Some quick fire questions. Stevie, kick us off. What's the best Christmas gift you've ever given? Ooh. Or received. Are Given, you... can I say darts tickets? Because that's quite a good one. Yeah, but do you, do you just get them for free? No, right. Hold on. But I'm, this isn't this isn't like a comp thing. They're not just like, oh, hi guys at the PDC. Can you give me some free tickets, please? It's like, okay, my best friend really wants to come. Can I have like a two or three tickets here? So it is a comp thing. No, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't get like no. Don't let Jack do this Ten to tickets. you. <laughs> Every no, I'm year. not giving you guys any. Right? <laughs> Jack DMs companies in the hope of getting free things to give to me every year. Oh. Never actually buys me anything. Well, like regifted or something. Yeah. I need to just I need to clear the air here. And now you're moaning. Some, Emma. some girl got cancelled years ago for emailing a hotel and trying to get a free night. I don't flex the YouTuber card, right? But classic football shirts who work with a lot of YouTubers. Yeah. I saw a shirt that I liked, so I said to them. <laughs> So we messaged Did them. you say, like, I'll, I'll pay for this? Like, I'll I said, happy to pay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, I know you're not going to make me. <laughs> but if we give them on the podcast and do a shout out, any any deals going? Mm. They gave them to me for free. I like but, your style, yeah. yeah. So, no, I, I can get behind the free tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Best present but, ever? That I've got. That you've given. Oh, that, well, no, that, that is given. the given. I've given yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, you made it sound like you're asking the next question. Now. Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, just confirming. Going again? That, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that is good. The best present that I've got. Oh, you must be such a great person to know. Just darts tickets. And obviously, you're a lovely person. But, but I was like, where are we going with this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you also you go get anyway, tickets, don't you? Yeah. Huh? You go anyway. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, what? Yeah. You don't need me. <laughs> You've got going price, and you know. Okay, next one. What is the weirdest app on your phone? Um. I don't know. I don't really, I'm not really kind of, I'm not into weird stuff, guys. Um, <laughs> I've got, I, I am someone who I have subscriptions coming out my ears. So like, you know, you name it, I've got it. Whether it's like Disney Plus, yep, got that, need the Kardashians. Amazon, yep, need Real Housewives. Um, <laughs> like Discovery, TNT, Sky, you know, like everything I've got. So I think it would just be, yeah, just I'm subscribed to everything. That's fair. That's the Athletic, fair. like, you know. Oh, stuff that yeah. I'm just like, I would even, you know, you know, when you're like, you go through stuff, you're like, why? Oh, I paid like 50 quid a year for this. Like, mm. what am I doing? Like, I, I forget to cancel subscriptions. Same, same. Also, oh, some stuff you're not even using anymore. Well, probably not. See, on my way back, on my train, I can have a little look through my subscriptions and just go through it. Yeah. It feels so good when you finally have that day when you go on and cancel stuff, though. But not- it's, well, no, I know. Mm. Well, clearly, I don't do it enough. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. I'll sign up being like, yeah, okay, free month, free week, whatever. Yeah. And then just forget to actually cancel them. I have that with the gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just never go. Are you forgetting to cancel it or are you forgetting to go? Every every month I look at <laughs> my bank, it's like £59 Bannertines. I'm like, what is Bannertines? Like, there's a second where I'm like, oh, it's the gym. See, and that's not even that expensive. No. That's no. not living in London. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's the most expensive gym in Norwich. Is it? Well, podcast is doing well. a nice well. gym. You know, yeah. Is the podcast doing well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Weird that my gym's 20 a month. <laughs> Where'd you guys live? <laughs> Norwich. Oh, got... both of you. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah we're Norwich yeah. boys. Uh, if, you could le- <laughs> if you could learn one skill instantly, what would it be and why? Um, another language, probably. Um, you studied Spanish, didn't you? My goodness. Where did you do your research? I did, yeah. LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, I like it, I like your style. Um, yes, I did, but that was like A-level, I guess, A-level. Um, and you forget stuff quick. If you don't use stuff, yeah. you forget it. But I'd love, like, I think it, I, I rate it, anyone mm. who can speak another language. Would um, it be, Sp- would you choose I Spanish? Spanish. Like, yeah. I just think it's cool to be able to go to another country and just, yeah, mm. speak. Can you, remember, can you remember much? Hola, como estas? Anything else? Yeah, hablo un poco español. What does that mean? I speak a little Spanish. <laughs> oh, a really little. Good, <laughs> good. Uno cerveza, por favor. Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> Who's the most famous person in your phone book? Um, this is a horrible question. Uh, yeah, it's, I. Uh, it's horrible, isn't it? 
I like how you put it in and instantly go, oh, no, we shouldn't ask it's, it. It's nasty, isn't it? Yeah. Um, or who's a famous person in your phone book? Um, oh, guys. <laughs> guys. <laughs> just makes it look like your name dropping. Yeah, like, no, away. it doesn't. I, I'm going to just stick in my lane because things could get messy, you know. Um, <laughs> we'll just say like Michael Van Gerwen, for example. Great. Great shout. What kind of drunk are you? Do you drink? drink but every now and then i'm not someone who has a glass of wine a few times a week yeah. or even goes out a lot um so yeah don't really drink regularly but if i was sort of going out it would be out out um i think i'm quite you know tidy nice and tidy mm-hmm. um yeah I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm a, I'm a really happy drunk i think oh yeah i would do i wouldn't be like crying on the like curb right. or something yeah yeah what are you I've noticed lately I'm a forgetful drunk. Oh, I forget a lot now. No, I always remembered everything. And my last few sessions, yeah, don't remember old, a thing. She got the greys. I have got a lot of greys. Yeah. That's working with you, though. Final one. <laughs> Who's your hero? Ooh. Jeez, um, I think that's changed over time. Um, who is my hero? You know what? Like, growing up, my idol was David Beckham, which is weird because... It was like uh, fairly recently, someone had said to me, "Who was your who was your role model when you were growing up?" And I messaged my mum because I was like, "God, I gosh, I generally can't even think of someone." Mm. And I said, "Mum, who did I look up to when I was growing up?" She goes, uh, "Beckham?" Question mark. I was like, "That is so funny." Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's like, a- I think I loved him, but um, <laughs> like, I don't. Uh, um, the we've we've recorded another guest before you today, and both guests have said Beckham really? for that answer, and that's the first time anyone said Beckham for that answer. Yeah, yeah, great shout. Yeah. Are you a bit of a baller? Can you play? Not really. Uh, no. I didn't play football when I was a kid, but I, as in I'd go to the park and have a kickabout with my like, brothers. Right, yeah. Um, but football wasn't a sport I actually played, but it was an option really when I was in school. Yeah. So if I was a kid now, I reckon so. Right, yeah, fair. What do you think of the new the new doc? Yeah, well, brilliant. I'm you forget, don't you forget so much stuff? Yeah. Like, and because that was such a different time where there wasn't social media, you forgot mm-hmm. all the like nonsense that he went through as well. Yeah, how, like, it's crazy. So, I'll be like, I could not cope with like 99% of that. No, I know. That um, free kick though. He might be my hero now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who mine would be. Mark Noble. You do love what Mark Noble. Yeah, but Noble or Beckham. Noble's like the working man's Beckham. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But Noble came on here, so you've got to go... If Beckham wow. came on here, I'd be saying Beckham, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's Mark get to... Cool, oh, he's such... I saw you did a thing with him, yeah, didn't legend. you? Legend. Do you know what, right? So I've followed you for years, right? But I didn't know you was a Man United fan. I yeah. see Man United tweets, but you know how everyone just tweets about Man United all the time. I didn't know. I, when I was doing some research on you last night, I went on your Instagram, scroll back, saw you interviewing Mark Noble. Yes. And you put something like, wow, what an emotional night, 20 plus years as a hammer. I went, sick, she's tw- 20 plus years as a hammer. Emma, I was just respecting, <laughs> respect, pure respect. Because yeah. it was like, you know, that stories like that are like one in a, especially today in mm-hmm. football. Yeah. So, and like that night as well, like he was so emotional. And Where uh, was that? Respect. It was at the end of season awards oh, okay. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, when he was, when he was, you know, retiring. So. Yeah. Well, I thought um, he was a West Ham fan. But for that night, you know, you can have me. <laughs> <laughs> now you're from Surrey, right? Yeah. Now, okay, Stevie, what do you know about Surrey? Because we've had a few guests from Surrey, but they're always... There are different sides of Surrey as well, guys. Yeah. You know? Is Surrey... Park. Is that where Fort Park is? So that's Chertsey, um, no. 
No, then. Chessington? <laughs> Chessington would be under Surrey. World of Adventures. World of Adventures. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. That's I have, my knowledge of Surrey. I think, is Surrey posh? Parts, for sure. Are you from a posh part? It's sort of like a, I'd say, in between places. So okay. I went to school in Rygate, which anyone listening who knows Rygate were like, ooh, okay, ooh, la, la, okay, mm. nice. Um, lived in a less, like, nice place, I guess, but, yeah. What's it like growing up there? Um, nice, leafy. Green. <laughs> leafy. Um, <laughs> leafy green. Um, yeah, like nice. Um, yeah, like good kind of like uh, enjoyed school. Was someone who was like super sporty, loved sport, but then also was fairly like, I worked hard, you know, I was in the top sets for stuff and kind of, you know, was one of those people that kind of flitted through groups as well. Like I'd have friends who were like sporty and cool, but then I'd also be like, okay, I'm coming for lunch with you guys who are like the smart guys now mm. and sitting over here. So I think um, that's the smartest of smart people though, because you know how you get like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this, but you get like the nerdy gang, like who are like, they're clearly just going to smash life and yeah. do well academically. I'm looking at you just coincidentally, Steve. <laughs> it's Cheers. not you. Cheers, mate. Cheers. <laughs> but then you've got like, so you as a smart person, but you flutter through these social groups. I think that's the best way to be because you're learning so much about yeah loads of and different and then you also get a whole load of friends as well in the process 100%. so you're not you can kind of just change adapt yeah in different situations yeah um were you, were you, were you good at school you, what's yeah the, like we always ask this naughtiest thing you've ever done this is a thing i wasn't naughty jack <laughs> <laughs> don't say running then, for a field well, of wheat because that's we, oh right she, theresa may said that oh right such yeah. a weird reference um no but it was like i think when you are not smart, because I'm not saying like smart, but like when you work hard, you get away with more things. Mm -hmm. So it's like if you're distracting people or if you're chatty and you're this and that, well, it's like, well, well, they'll kind of, you know, they'll do their homework anyway or they're, you know, you, do you know what I mean? I actually disagree. Really? See, I think, I have this theory, I think that naughty kids get away with loads, right? But so say young Emma's great, does all her homework, <laughs> right? And then you do one bad thing. I think the teachers, whereas if, say... Oh, you like, think it stands they out. They come down on you more because they're like, this is not you. Yeah, yeah okay, whereas opposed that. to like, oh, that the nutter Ryan's not spat on anyone <laughs> for a week, so we're going to take him to Alton Towers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's reward this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like, know where I was going I, with that. Yeah, but. no. Mm. I feel like I didn't do anything outrageous. I wasn't like someone who got kind of like expelled or whatever. But um, yeah, like I wasn't sort of super... Um, super good, but then because I worked hard and did well and got A's and this and that, it mm -hmm. was like, okay, like she's cool. Right, fair enough. Did you do any after school clubs? Every after school club. <laughs> Every after school Every. club. Like in terms of sport, that was like life. Was you like, love this question? I did. You? I did after school maths club. Oh, okay. So the real smart one on this table is you. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, th I'm thick as shit. <laughs> on the way here, just oh, now. No. <laughs> We were walking back and um, Fiona mentioned Paris Hilton yeah. and then that she's having a baby and she's going to name it London Hilton. And he went, London Hilton, like the hotel. And we were like, well, yeah. That is Hilton. Like <laughs> I, I genuinely never knew that. Right. Because I think when I was younger, what was that show she was on with her mate? And the oh, dog? it was good. Um, Nicole Ritchie, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Simple Life or something like something that. Something like yeah. that. I saw that before I knew the Hilton Hotel. So it's like... But the Hilton Hotel did exist before. It did, but what I mean is, my, so my my it's first, like that came first. Yeah, yeah, Paris Hilton. I didn't see that. It's like 
knowing Alan Ball before knowing footballs. Next one. <laughs> <laughs> now we read um, that you were uh, you're you're a proper sprinter. You're proper rapid. <laughs> proper <laughs> rapid. Four hundred meters. Is that right? Yeah. So to what level did you did you do like that? National level. Um, so would compete in like a sort of national uh, like Olympic trials and stuff like that. Oh really? And it's, it's that's literally about speed, isn't it? Yeah, it's a long. No, it, it's. I mean, <laughs> athletics generally is about. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so how far? How fast can you do that? It was like fifty-four seconds at the time. I need to see. I need to see how. Good I like how is. casually you said. No, like, yeah, Olympic guys, trials. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this out here right now. I am not afraid to say I fell short of my dreams here. I fell very short of you know my dreams. But um, I spent you know like a good. I uh, my whole sort of like when I was younger talking about school and stuff. My aim in life then was like, I want to go to Loughborough University. Didn't know where it was, didn't know anything about it, but I was like, it's apparently like the best sports university there is. So all everything was like geared towards, mm. like I love sport. I just want to go there, study sport, whatever that meant, like PE. Um, and because I was that kind of kid, like I'd get thrown into, like I said, all the sports teams and stuff. I'd do like, they put me into like district cross country and I'd come in like, you know, second or something when I was like 13. But then I'd kind of cross the finish line and just throw up because it was like, I hadn't trained for this. I wasn't ready for this, but mm. I was just so like someone who was like, just hot, you know, I just mm. run and run and run. Um, so yeah, like when I was kind of at school and people were like, you know, you should join an athletics club. Like you're fast for one, but also like you're pretty fit. Like if you can come and do a cross country, which is grueling, disgusting, thrown up after go and do something like with this um so then I was just I became obsessed with being like I need to go to Loughborough I, I've never been there I don't even know what it looks like like what is this place but I need to go Where, whereabouts is it's that Midlands in? it's like right. East Midlands so Leicester yeah like the nearest kind of like city um so yeah that was like what my kind of like um like college sort of years were geared towards right it's like, I need to get free A's to go to Loughborough and do sports science don't know what I want to do with that don't mm -hmm. want to be a PE teacher don't want to be a physio like I don't know what I'm going to do after but that's what I need to do so yeah like and then when I was at Loughborough because everything was sport it was like you could like wake up at five in the morning someone would be running somewhere you could go to bed at like I don't know you'd be walking back somewhere at like nine someone would be running somewhere or doing some kind of like sport somewhere is that is that is that's like the the top top sports You're, one, used to, yeah I presume it still is now right like it was just like it was a proper campus uni everything was there mm. but like they you know then they had like the best athletes in the country um you know, like every sport, but athletics especially was mm. like, you know. So what, this is probably a bit of a stupid question, a bit ignorant, but I always wonder how people get into running because it's like, obviously it's a legit thing. No, for it's sure. in the Olympics, yeah. but you always find, right, if I like running, I might be good at football. If I like... It's the base, isn't it? It's yeah. the basis for a load of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how did you know that running was... And that's not the, t the right no, word for yeah. running, is it? Yeah, like it, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you know, you can use that. Um, no, it is. But it's like, I think it was generally that where at school it was like, um, you know, I played like county level for netball, other sports and stuff. But they were like, it's it all comes down to the fact you're actually quite quick. Right, yeah. Like you're quick and you're fit, you know, like, mm. you know. So it was really someone saying, like, my PE teacher at the time, like, you should join an athletics club. Like, but I think it's one of those things. I think unless you're parents push you into something mm. or you know you know someone who's maybe going down one of your friends or something you don't really kind of get into things do you but yeah. it's really just like a teacher was like you know you'll do well at like district level like you should go and you know or district county you should go and mm. um actually train maybe maybe you'd be quite good how do you how do you train because again it is just 
running, isn't it? Like, so, <laughs> just no, running. no, no, I'm not trying to but diminish it. No, for sure. Yeah. But it's like, and that's where you're like, but it's just like with football, it's like kicking a ball. That's how you train, you know. But yeah, yeah but with football, you you might have to like run around the cones, do a rondo, like what? Like, do you know what I mean? With, like, say with like 400, for example, like yeah. brutal, brutal. It'll be like I don't know, making up a session. Like you, you'd run 10 times 300 meters. Okay. And have like a minute off, or you know, it's the variations of different things. So you run over distance, under distance, right? Certain times you've got to hit, and you know. Have you done marathons? No, ew! I'm a 400 meter runner. Hello. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but that's a marathon's just lots of that. No, but that's... <laughs> no, because you'd run at well, speed for a that. Lot of that. Yeah. Whereas marathon, you'd pace yourself. But this is yeah, where true. now, like, obviously, that's all in the past. I don't, you know, that was just kind of a period of time where I was competing and stuff. Now, I would go out and go on a longer run right i wouldn't train like i did then yeah um but yeah it's a marathon is a lot of 400s mm. yeah <laughs> it is so so what you said then that you went to loughborough but you didn't really know what the end goal was what do you think deep down you wanted to do is it what you're doing now oh uh, for sure like it's funny because if i say to my best friend my best friend says to me you always wanted to be a sky sports presenter and i'm like that's so weird and i've known her like 20 years I'm like, that's so odd that you that you think that. She's like, yeah, because you told me that. And oh. and I'm like, okay, because how I recall stuff is like, obviously, like I say, love sport, just like proper sporty kid. And then when I was at Loughborough, I knew I didn't want to do the kind of sports science-y kind of mm-hmm. end game. But um, one of my friends had done some work experience for um, like a newspaper writing uh, in their sport kind of like the sport pages mm-hmm. and she was like why didn't you kind of like look into that sort of angle and like maybe you'd like to report on sport and I was like okay yeah maybe and this was where I was like I'm not going to train full time I kind of want to do something else I'm not someone who just wants to fully kind of commit mm-hmm. to that um, so yeah it was like I ended up doing a master's in sports journalism when my uh, undergraduate sort of finished mm-hmm. um, and that was where it all kind of like snowboard sort, sort of came from yeah I was looking at your LinkedIn. You started off as a journalist, as you just <laughs> said. Then you became a reporter. Now you're a television presenter. So you've done lots in the sort of same field. How do you stay motivated? Because some people might think, oh, the presenter's the end goal. Was there, I guess there's two questions there. How do you stay motivated? And did you have any doubts at any point that you, oh, you wouldn't guys. get to where you wanted to be? Yeah, for sure. Like... I, so this was a thing. It's like I started, um, was lucky enough to, I, I did that master's then was just applying for jobs, but all kind of like, whether it's a Sky, BBC, anywhere, and was just lucky enough to get, a, I suppose, an entry level job, but it was writing for like skysports.com and, and then, you know, the apps that we have. Um, what, were you, what were you writing like? It was like articles. It was like news articles. Right, okay. So it'd be like. Not just about sports or. No, all, all oh, sports okay, right, based. Right. Um, or features, or it could be like blogging, mm-hmm. you know, like um, Premier League on the weekends, like doing the blog for that. Um, but my, obviously, all I wanted to do, I just kind of wanted to get in there, but like I wanted to present. So it was just how the hell do you go from sitting at a desk, writing articles, like no one's really going to come and just kind of tap you on the shoulder and be like, oh, do you want to, I don't know, do you want to be on TV next week? Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't go like that. But mm-hmm. I honestly, like I worked there for about seven years before actually kind of making any sort of like breakthrough on screen so I did the the writing to start with and then I was on a production team for like six years and that was an early production team for good morning sports fans you had to be at your desk at three in the morning so it was four days a week and you'd work three to midday I'm out 
yeah, well, right, right. Um, so like my alarm was like one fifty in the morning. What time are you going to bed? Um, by the time you'd got the first one out, yeah. Right? So like the next the next day, I'd stay up in the day, not nap, because that's like that was just killer. Yeah. Nap. Um, and then you try and get in bed like at seven. Wow. So you, you've you're you're so you, you couldn't have had much of a social life then. Like going. Nope. So you put all your eggs in one basket, really needed this to... Yeah. Yeah. But then the it's weird because at the time, it's fine, like I can laugh about stuff now, but at mm. the time you're kind of going in and you're like, like the years are passing here. Like, and I'm still on this production. I'm, I'm writing scripts for the presenters or editing pictures, you know, for sports news. But I was like, but I want to be the presenter. Like, yeah. this is like brutal. Um, And the hours obviously just, just made it harder. But like, and then you... Whenever you felt like it was like a snakes and ladders. Whenever you felt like you were going like up a little ladder, you just you'd hit a snake and you just you felt that's what it felt like. You'd right. end back back at the start again. Well, what what, like, what were the setbacks? Um, Elevate every morning with Tommy John's Second Skin Underwear. The luxurious support of Second Skin guarantees everything will go smoothly. With over 20 million pairs sold and thousands of five-star reviews, guys love Tommy John. Plus, your most valuable assets are covered with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. Shop Tommy John's friends and family sale right now and get 25% off site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. TommyJohn.com slash Spotify. See site for details. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It's funny because when I look back now, you're like, oh, I was probably on like a kind of slow upward thing. But, mm. you know, day to day, you feel like you're kind of just not getting anywhere sometimes. So mm-hmm. um, I, I remember times where I kind of plucked up the courage to go and speak to like the boss at the time at Sky Sports News. And like, you know, when you're so in the sky, I have, you, have you ever been to Sky Sports News or the Sky Studio? Yeah, yeah, You've been yeah. To sky, yeah, you? yeah. So like... No. I don't get invited to okay. these things. No, you Will just you... do your maths after school club. Thing, all right? You can come down at some point. Um, <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't seem genuine, strangely. <laughs> um, it's not, it's not great. It's just some studios. Mm. But, um, like there was the, the boss sort of, this is like years ago, and he would have like, his office was, so it's kind of like this square box in the studio, but it was glass. So you could kind of look into it. So there were a couple of times, because it's that whole thing as well, where you kind of can sit somewhere being like, oh, I can't believe I'm not getting on any opportunities. But then you're like, well, hold on. Does anyone know you want the opportunities? Right. Like, why aren't you, yeah. kind of, you know, are you telling people that you want them? You're not just going to suddenly be presenting Monday Night Football if no one knows <laughs> that you even, you know, want yeah. to do that. So I'd be like a couple of times really kind of got myself up to like, maybe I'll just knock on his door and like just go and, you know, like 
asked to present. Like, oh, oh God, that, no, <laughs> I rate it, but I'd be so nervous. Because I'm not a pushy person at all, right. but it's like pushy people, sometimes they get places. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and it is that thing where like, how does anyone know what you want to do if mm-hmm. you don't say anything? So there was a couple of times and where you could see, so he would he could have his door shut, but sometimes the door would be open and just like wedged open. So there'd be times where I'd be like, I'd walk past and be like, okay, right. You know, does he look busy? Does he look does he look in a good mood? I don't know. Does mm. he look approachable today? Like, should we go in and should we kind of say something? So I remember like once knocking on his door and being like, oh, um, hey, like, can I just sort of borrow you for five minutes? Can we just have a quick chat? I, you know, I, I really want to present. How do you think, you know, well, what can I do to get there? And he'd be like, I remember like the first question he asked was, well, why do you want to present? I remember thinking, oh, shit, I don't have a response for that. Like, um, I was like, um, I, I think I'd be really good at it. Like, I, I really think, you know, I'd be really good and I'm kind of soaking stuff up. Like, I've been working in production for a few years now. And he goes, okay, who's third in League Two? And I was like, honestly, I was like, um, I, Accrington? Um, and he was like, nope, who's second? I was like, um... Accrington again, like they've got to be up there somewhere. I don't know. And he was like, "Look, this is Emma. Like, this is hard work. You know, you've got you, you, you know, you're young. Um, overnight sensations, they take years of hard work. So go away, like work and come back." And I was thinking, "Damn it! Like, why did I know who's third or second in the But, but it was wow. like, you know, again, it's like, ah, oh, okay. So, and then I remember, like, <laughs> it's actually funny looking back. But at the time, I was like, "Damn, okay." And I remember going back another time where I'd really like kind of hyped myself up to go in there and kind of knock on the door and be like, okay, I've been working. Like I've been doing like auto cue on my iPad at home and, you know, <laughs> like properly against a radiator and like, I'm ready for this now. And like, I learned League Two. So I kind of knocked <laughs> on the door. Poor. I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> so I knocked on the door and we're chatting away. He's asking how things are. And, and then I was like, anyway, like back to this presenting thing. I know we chatted before, but I just, I feel like even if I could have something where, you know, I can see a route to get there because there was no journey or, you Mm -hmm. know, like any kind of training or anything. And he was like, right, let's talk about the National League. Who is... Who's second in the National League? And I was like, oh, for God's sake, I came with League Two. (laughs) (laughs) Damn you. So I was like, "Uh, okay, I don't know, but I would know. Like, if you wanted me to present that, I would know. So, and then again, it was just like this kind of conversation about, right, you've got to work hard. You know, next time the screen tests come up, go and have a go at them. So it's like, cool. Okay. But it was, you know, that kind of thing where you're like, ah, like, I feel like I'm not getting anywhere here. I've kind of really. It took a lot to come and speak to you, as it was, because you're scary uh, and you're the boss. But, um, but our, back but we go again. Because presenters are so skilled and they have to do deal with so much, like auto cue and the in ear and all that stuff. But is this dumb to say? But they don't almost need to know all the knowledge. Do, do and it was they? also my my thing. Like I get where he's coming at that you need to you need to know your shit basically. Yeah. But I was kind of like, but I would yeah. like if I was doing that, mm-hmm. I would I'd be ready for the opportunity. Like. I just don't know about being, who's third in League Two at the moment. But, yeah. um, but then the screen test thing, that was another, it felt like that was more setbacks because mm. um, because I worked at Sky Sports News. So every now and then they did a screen test, probably like once a year or something. And um, it was like, because I'd been kind of banging on doors, literally and metaphorically, <laughs> um, I was like, any screen tests that come up, like, please let me know. Because even if it, it's just an experience for me at this point, like it'd be brilliant just mm-hmm. to like kind of sit in there. Um, and so what, what is a screen test for anyone who doesn't know? Like, it, but You're basically, you step into being a presenter. So you are mic'd up, you've got ears given to you, you're sitting in a seat, in a studio, bright lights, also cue is rolling. And this is the thing, because I didn't even know. So I'm sort of sitting there, like begging for these 
opportunities, but I had, I hadn't actually ever experienced it. So there's me going like, I think I'd be really good at this, but I haven't ever tried it. Like, had you done anything like on camera at uni no, or nothing? Nothing because I'd done sports science and stuff. Like I didn't, I, I, I honestly don't even know what it was. I was like, I just mm. think, and it, maybe because I didn't kind of make it in sport, I was like, but I think I'd be good at reporting on it mm. and, um, sort of had that, but yeah, I hadn't actually ever been in that situation. So then when I went to a screen test, I was like, shit, that was, that was scary. Like, and ultimately it's a test, right? Mm. It's, it is a test. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's an, I audition, remember, isn't it's, it? it's an audition. Yeah. yeah. And I remember kind of like that first experience. I was like, okay, that was like, it wasn't car crash, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't comfortable. That's mm. basically it. It mm-hmm. wasn't comfortable. I didn't feel like I was myself, but then can you be yourself when you're being tested, be your reading of something. And especially like when you're starting out, you you almost can't be yourself because you don't want to make a mistake. Mm. So you're like, I'm so concerned about reading correctly or saying the right thing that like I'm not I'm not myself. Um, so I remember doing that first screen test, and I kind of came out being like, okay, that was like uncomfortable, wasn't a nice experience, but glad I put myself in that through it. Um, but I feel it was like it's okay. Yeah. Like hopefully they come and just like select me and you know help me or whatever. And then I remember like a few weeks later, and I was on my production shift, and the guy who had kind of been tasked with like giving feedback and looking through stuff came over, and he was like, and the thing is, he did this and like he we didn't take me anywhere. We were just in the newsroom, and he was like, oh, I kind of watched that um, your screen test back, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, great, cool. What did you think? And he was like, did you want to be there? And I was like, um, like, in what sense? Like, in what sense did I want? What do you mean? And he was like, well, you just kind of, I don't know, you looked, you didn't really smile much and you kind of you didn't really look like you wanted to be there. And I was like, well, it was a test. Like, of course I wanted to be there. Like, trust me, I wanted to be there. But yeah, it wasn't, you know, it was, I'm just not used to it. And he was like, yeah, I think you've got a lot of work to do. I think you need to go back to the drawing board and, you know, maybe we'll go again like next year when the screen tests come out. And there's me like, he doesn't realize he's just crushed my dreams. Yeah. He is just like, he's had them in the palm of his hands and yeah. he's just gone like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, cheers. Um, so I remember I went to the toilet. I was crying. I was just like, oh my God, like maybe I'm way further away from this than I thought. Like, was this the, who did you say this was? Somebody you worked with or the boss man? Well, no, not the boss. Right, not the boss so man. So just someone, right. uh, you know, underneath yeah. in some capacity. Uh-huh. Um, but it was just, it was one of those where it's like a kick in the teeth. Like, I know I'm not a ready-made presenter. Mm. Like, I can't be. I've been sitting on a desk editing stuff like and I've been trying to read auto cue in my bedroom like yeah is that what you would do yeah oh yeah I had like a teleprompter like app on my like iPad and we just but it's that's not the same is it no it's never the same until you're in a live tv sort of environment yeah um and then I had another one at Sky Sports News where I remember being I suppose more ready because I'd been doing this more and more and I was in the makeup room because they were like, if you want to, oh, I knew, obviously, because I'd worked there for so long, I knew people said, so like, if you want to come in and get like a bit of makeup, like my friends, like, I will do that and then go and feel confident. And I remember being in the makeup room and a presenter came in and they were like, oh, Em, what are you doing in here? And I was like, oh, I'm just getting some makeup. Like I'm going, I'm having a screen test in a bit. And they were like, oh, what number screen test is this? And I was like, number two. And like, what? Like yeah. I haven't done anything like what? Yeah. I was like, Oh, just number two. Like, but then that set me already before I'd even gone in there. I was like, <sighs> like that set me back Yeah. because now I'm not confident. You're no. making me, you know, was, that, was that said purposely to I honestly, possibly not, but like, you know, right. you're just like, ah, oh, man, yeah. like that's not cool. Yeah. Like, and then 
that again, like nothing came of that screen test. Right. Um, but it was just, yeah, it, it felt like constantly. And then I was still getting up at like two in the morning to go into work and write scripts and edit picture. And how do you stay motivated for all that? I, honestly, like, I think I was like, I know, I know there will be a breakthrough at some point. And there were people who were helping me, you know, like my producer on my production team at the time, a guy called Mark James, any sort of small opportunities, like it would be in the end, I started doing some social media stuff on say like a day, like deadline day, it would be like, okay, we've got um, Thierry on reason, you know, we'll try and manage a time where he can come and do something for social. Mm. So then that gives you, you can do a Facebook live. Right? I remember when Facebook live was like, a yeah, thing, yeah. Or like Periscope. Mm. Um, and you can, you know, you can do some social media style stuff and, you know, so some, I, I managed to kind of almost like have these little sort of things where I felt like little wins where I'm kind of getting some sort of experience uh, learning to be in front of a camera, which is live. I know it's Facebook, mm-hmm. a little bit different. And also kind of getting stuff for a show reel of some sort and kind of like slowly sort of like building stuff up. But you need people who are just going to at some point try and sort of like help and give you opportunities. Yeah. This is the thing. We've been lucky enough to speak to so many great presenters like on this show, like Adam Smith, Woodsy, yourself. And they all have that same sort of well all very different backstories but all the same sort of theme is in terms of just keep going keep going taking this opportunity building this building this and then you find who you are and where you're at how different do you think you are now at where you are in your career in terms of who you are on camera to where you were when you first started like it's honestly like uh, light years mm. because but but then you're allowed to it's so hard because it's it's like people come to me now and they're like oh, I really want an opportunity um and I really want some experience but people go well, well I'm not going to give you any because you haven't got any and you're like it's this cycle isn't it like how mm-hmm. do you get experience if you haven't you know had any previously so mm-hmm. um I think for me like it was that whole thing about not being yourself so when I started especially Sky Sports News because ultimately you're sitting in a studio reading also here it's news it's very hard to be show personality there mm-hmm. because you don't have a lot of sort of like bandwidth to work with. No, and I guess um, with the news, it's if you blend in, that's almost good because you're delivering the news. If yeah, that, is that, it's is not that, you. It's not about you. Yeah, it, whereas no. presenting sports and yeah. stuff, you need a bit more flavour. I imagine. Well, let's say darts is so different yeah. because there is no auto cue, there is no script. Like you're just. You is know, there not? No, no, no. So you're just literally. It's a different kind of camera, right. like an RF sort of camera, and you're just. You you know, I think of my opening line kind of thing and and just have in my head how I think this chat's going to go. And obviously the producer will let me know stuff, little things to throw to. Yeah. But that's where you're allowed, like you're way more yourself. Mm, like, right. Because you can be, right? Yeah. What's um, the hardest thing about presenting? Um, well, actually being yourself is one of the hard things because there is also, you could also go the other way where you're like, say sometimes I'm with like, say Wayne Mardu and like John Part and we're so off like on camera how we are off camera that sometimes you're like we gotta rein this in guys like this <laughs> right. you got our private jokes on the go like, <laughs> so you know there's like an element mm. of kind of being yourself but also you know realize like you are on camera here but mm-hmm. um yeah like i think the obviously the in-ear stuff a lot of people talk about but there's an there's a thing like say on sports news you can kind of like blend that out you can kind of like be selective with what you're listening to whereas say on darts um, you're a bit more kind of, oh, I kind of feel like that's something I need to kind of uh, actually, what is he saying? You know, what are they trying to say to me? And sometimes I've had it in the past where someone's kind of talking in your ear, but say Wayne's like finishing what he's saying. And I'm like, oh, 
like I've kind of missed what he said now, the end of what he said. Right. I haven't even heard you. Yeah. And I've also lost my train of thought. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, wow. It's, su- it's such a skill. Like, and I never really appreciated it until I'd done little bits for Sport Bible and stuff. Not Nothing to your sort of level, but it is such a skill. And so when people sit down at Christmas this year and they watch you on the TV presenting the darts, what are you hearing in your ears? Oh, well, so it's like, <laughs> it would be like at the, at the very start, say when the, you know, It'll be like five, four, three, two, one, cue Emma. And then even as soon as you start talking, there might be like a conversation in, you know, about like, okay, camera three, you know, like frame up and Wayne or, you know, camera two, do a two shot. And But a lot of that, weirdly, you can actually just, it's just nothingness. Yeah. It's only when, it's so weird that you can almost pick up on, okay, this is important. Like, I need to listen to that now. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, an instinct. Do they yeah. not have a way of like muting themselves during the bits that you don't need to? They hear? do, but I think they sometimes Some they get just, carried just, away. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they they kind of like they expect you to be good enough that I shouldn't have to mute my mic every time I'm speaking. What was that like the first ever time you put an in ear in? Yeah, it was a lot. But I remember, you know, back back then as well, it'd be like it'd be like five, four, three, and I'd be like, oh my god, I don't know if I can do this. Oh my god, I'm like, hey, uh, <laughs> like so many times, I'm like, oh, hi, good evening, uh, welcome. <laughs> I, I, I've, I've said this before on here, but I pretended that I'd done it before because Sport Bible asked me if I'd had the in here before, and I was like, yeah, I've done that before. And then I turned up and they put it in, and like, I was like, Whoa. oh, I can't do it. But for guests, like I think, say sometimes on like shows that I've been on, especially on Sky Sports News, they'd be like, do you want? Do you want the in-ears? And I think some people are like, yeah, okay, yeah, like I'll do that. That sounds cool. Mm. And then we're like, you should have said no. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said yeah. no. Because especially shows where there, is, there isn't script and stuff, mm. you can lose your train. You can lose what you're saying. And sometimes I've had it in shows where someone be like, they'll be shouting like, rap, 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 like rap quickly. We've got to throw to this. And if a guest hears that, that is like... Whereas, you know, I can kind of like deal with it and be like, okay, right, coming up after the break, you know. Yeah. But if, you know, if you heard that, you'd be probably be panic station. Yeah, 100%. Like, Has anything bad ever happened when you've been live? Not really. Um, what is it, me messing up? Or? Well, <laughs> or, or the other way around. Has there ever been a situation where you've been like, fuck, this is live? How um, do I? Not really, like just sort of small things. But the the thing is, a lot of time things go wrong. And I think as a viewer, you'd be you probably wouldn't even bat an eyelid. Yeah. I'd be like, oh my god, that was awful. That was mm. a car crash. Like that looked horrific. Um, like there were things. Even um, I was working at the U.S. Open tennis over the summer, and there were a few times where they'd throw to you because I don't know Djokovic has just turned up at practice but then by the, when they threw to you they're like oh we've got to get back to something else and something else had kicked off so I remember starting speaking once and the director I'm talking I'd said like two words they're like right wrap it up wrap 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 and I was like oh my god like, oh, no, I know <laughs> I was like yep yeah, and um he's here um yeah well number two but anyway uh, let's get back to the studio you know and you're like oh yeah, man you're like, a pro like though. you just handle it so well <laughs> what what's something that could go wrong that a viewer probably wouldn't notice Oh, I wouldn't notice. But it's things like you throw to, I don't know, like the wrong VT rolling or, right. you know, um, wrong graphic or, like you know, it's little things that I could afterward be like, guys, that looked really rubbish. Like, that's mm. annoying. But it's just like no one at home would notice. Like, right. you know, chill yeah. out. Like, it's not the end of the world. You're, you're as, we, as we said, you're a great presenter. We have a we have a test for you. No, I told you I don't like tests. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the auto cue test. Now we've only just started doing this, and the only reason we did this is because we had our mate Carlton Cole on, oh. right? And he flopped the test. Okay. I'm allowed to say that he flopped it. And then we had Smithy on, 
who smashed it. So can I give you my phone? Okay, your guys. Okay. No pressure. No pressure. But you are a like professional. I feel like I'm on a screen test again, yeah. right? <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> and also, who's third in, in League Two? Um, no idea. <laughs> Fee, can I have my phone? Wrexham? I don't know, guys. <laughs> not County? One League of Two table. I need to know now. Thank you, Fee. Uh, it's not, not County. Not, not County. Wrexham fourth. Guys. Not guys, bad. Guys. That's not bad. That's You've got impressive. the job. Yeah. That's impressive. We were going to cut that little bit out, but there you go. Keep it. The <laughs> That's good, that. Uh, okay. With, with autocue, when you're doing autocues, do you ever have any input on what's being written? So... Basically, say in Sky Sports News, you can obviously access, you, you'd have your rundown like in front of you yeah. on your laptop, you should anyway. So there's times that I'd change, you know, you know, if you're like, this sounds weird, guys. Like like, how this doesn't sound like something I would ever, and I know it's yeah. weird, but like sometimes, or people just actually make mistakes or like, yeah. you know, it's like when I was writing scripts. I think that's what I'd struggle with most. Like sometimes I'll read, like when we'll write questions, if, if it's a question Jack's written and we speak differently, before I ask the question, I'm going, how would I say that? I wouldn't yeah. ask like that. I'd also like sometimes words that I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I can even say this. Like, how, how does this, how does this pronounce? Like, I've never heard of this word. It's good I'm that a- you asked that because this script oh, no. that I've written is actually a tad cringy. It is cringy. So these are not Emma's words. These are mine. Oh, um, God. I've just put it on a random speed, but you can manually scroll if you need to. But, but I've got to do it at speed. You've got to do it straight away. Yeah. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Happy Hour Palace, where you would join us for the World Championship of podcast today on the hockey we have jack mate and stevie white facing off against yours truly emma payton happy hour might be a slow starter but now they've landed myself as a guest it's a nine data listen or watch now exclusively on spotify oh you are a pro <laughs> oh it's annoying isn't it? yeah you kind of wanted it to it go wrong is. i wanted more coley than smithy but it's even better than him yeah that was great that was great <laughs> Emma, talk to us a bit about WWE. Did you work in WWE? What a segue. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Ignore all that. You've passed the presenting test, WWE. Well, it's funny you say this. So not many people know this story either. Okay. But This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, use Gift Mode. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'll paint, I'll paint a picture. Yes. So we were talking about setbacks and trying to get opportunities mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So there was a period where I was doing that whole thing where I was kind of like, how do I get any on-screen opportunities here or anything that will ultimately get me to being on Sky Sports News? And um, so, yeah, I was doing a few little social media kind of things, those Facebook Lives and Periscopes and all that on certain days, um, like Transfer Deadline Day at Sky Sports News. But Periscope, one of my... Periscope, <laughs> right, what, the hell, what even was that, guys? Oh, um, that was the making of me, all right? Um, so, but one of my friends, because I, you know, I said I started, like my first job at Sky was on the digital media team. So one of my friends by this point, so this is like 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the editor at this point for WWE for Sky Sports. No longer a thing because Sky don't have the rights anymore. But mm-hmm. and um and I was I remember sort of saying to him like ah oh, like I'm I can't I'm sort of not getting anywhere. I'm really you know I really I'm trying my best. Like I'm kind of doing this kind of like going in a studio on my days off and reading Auto Cue and doing this stuff. But how can I kind of like elevate myself and try and get opportunities? And he was like, well, what about um like. I was into WWE, like not kind of like an expert, you know, when you're a kid, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and he was like, you know, if you ever want to come on our podcast um, or work on it, just see what that's like. Or, and he was like, oh, hold on a sec. Actually, we've got, there was an event at the Royal Albert Hall in like a couple of weeks time. Um, Cause you know, like WWE, they come to the UK and they put on shows over yeah. here. And he was like, come to the show, but also there is a, like a media thing beforehand. So he was like, Triple H will be there. Sean Michaels, a few kind of like of the, you know, a few of the wrestlers, they're mm. doing like a press conference and stuff. So come to the media stuff before and maybe shadow that, like, you know, just get a feel of what that kind of thing is like. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, wicked. Like, give me, you know, yeah, okay, they give me something to do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on day off and I'll come down. So anyway, went to Royal Albert Hall, went into this room and like there's a top table, like Triple H is there, Shawn Michaels is there and, you know, a few WWE representatives. And we're just like going through the press conference and like Jeff, the, the editor, is with me from Sky Sports and they've got a camera or whatever. And he's asked some questions. We get to like towards the end and they're like, right, any more questions? And Jeff like elbows me. He's like, ask a question. And I was like, I don't know what to ask. Like, I don't know. And he's like, just ask Who's third in League yeah, Two? I need to have my boss there. <laughs> is it Rexham or is it Matt um, So no, he's like, just ask a question. So I was like, before I knew it, like my hand was up and I was like, hey. Um, I was like, and I can't remember. I said something about women's wrestling. Right. Something about women's wrestling and the growth and, you uh-huh. know, can we see any kind kind of events coming over here in the UK. And Triple H like loved it because it was the only question about women's wrestling, which was kind of like catching fire at the time. And you know, when you listen to these guys like The Rock, you're like, they, they're talking, you're like, oh, like you've just sold me, you know, like my dreams here. Like, this is amazing. Keep talking. Mm-hmm. So super engaging. So anyway, he answered that question. The press conference came to an end and they're walking out and they've got an entourage of people. He comes over to me. This is Triple H guys. And wow. he says, Hey, like, what's your name? <laughs> and I was like, um, I'm MR. I work at Sky Sports. Like, nice to meet you. And he goes, I like the question. I'll see you soon. And I was like, what? You said you'll see me soon. Like, it's, I know that's a turn of phrase, but yeah. people you know, like, will you see me soon? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he going with it? So I looked into it for a bit, but I was like, okay, that was cool. Anyway, like, that's just whatever, like, mm. good event, cool. And a couple of months later, Jeff, the editor at Sky Sports, gets an email from 
Triple H's like person. And they send this email and they're like, oh, um, just to let you know, we are going to be announcing that we have a women's only pay-per-view coming up later in the year. Triple H would like to give an exclusive interview to you um, and also Stephanie McMahon will, but they would like Emma to do the interviews. And on top of that, we'd also like to invite Emma over to New York to cover the event for Sky Sports. Oh, wow. Like, what? That's sick. Guys, like... That is that's amazing. That is so sick. So, like, Jeff was like, this is brilliant, mate. Like, you know, yeah. like, more than happy for you to go over. Like, he spoke to some of the, like, his boss at Sky. This was nothing to do with Sky Sports News either. Right. So it was kind of like, you know, just something completely random. Like, co you know, I wasn't even going to go to it. He elbowed me to ask a question. Like... So I was like, oh my God, like, cool. So I did these interviews They on the phone. They were really cool, such nice people. I go to America um, and like, it was just cool. Like, I can't, I'm not even making up. Like there was like a red carpet event before and we're doing interviews for like our, you know, Sky Sports uh, Twitter account. Triple H is walking down, sees me, comes over. Hey, Emma, are you enjoying it? What? <laughs> <laughs> my name. Like, what? This is That's like, quality. And it was just, it was one of those things. But then it, it weirdly, it opened doors for me within Sky. It wasn't even a, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, that event was cool. It, it, my confidence grew from doing it. I was like, someone weirdly believes in me. Like, what? Um, but it opened doors in Sky because then opportunities came from that because, you know, I was seen as someone like, you know, who'd flown out and done something for this department, which weirdly darts is under the same department. But um, then like the the head of multi-sport was like, well, do you want to, we've got an esports event coming up. Do you want to report on that? And, you know, it just, yeah, it was honestly, it's like Triple H weirdly. <laughs> yeah. He opened doors for me. <laughs> that's such a sick How story. surreal is that? Yeah. Weird, isn't it? And how, but that's actually like a touch of class from him to like say, I'll see you soon and go away and actually remember. I've it. just thought like, you know, I'll, I'll read into it all I like, but yeah. like nothing, you know, like, yeah. he's, he's like, you know, big time. That's incredible. Have you spoke to him since or have you no, seen him like, since? No, like it was, it, there was one um, not too long after that, about a year later where they opened up a performance center in the UK in mm. Enfield. And um, again, like he was there and no joke. One of my friends brings this up all the time. One of my colleagues, he heard him say, let me go say hi to Emma. And in his life, it blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. But that's, yeah, that's testament. Like you, you must have smashed it in that moment with that one question that got people. Sometimes think, you need to, you know, I needed a like elbow in the rib to even ask it. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to do things and throw yourself into mm. like uncomfortable situations. And, and like, where better to get an elbow in a rib than at a wrestling I'll event? Take it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with like wrestling, um, what, so when you when you get this gig and you immerse yourself in the world of wrestling, you obviously learn loads about it. And similar to darts, though, right? Yeah, for sure. What is it um, about wrestling that makes it so popular? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. That's not me trying to be negative. I, one of my mates, Will Brazier, is a huge wrestling fan. What is it? But I think it's it's that whole thing where this is like wrestling is over here on entertainment. Yeah, and you're. You then you've got sport over here. It's complete different ends of the spectrum. Right. Like, you know, sport as in like, even the athletics we're talking about, that is like proper the other side where it's purist. Yeah. And, you know, that's where I think darts is quite, say for me, it's quite nice because it sits right in the middle. Like it's entertainment, but it's also sport, whereas some people can't buy into the whole, but that's why people want to watch like Tommy Fury and Jake Paul. Yeah, because that's Because it's true. more entertainment and people just want more of that these days. Right. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that like, makes sense. Are you, are you are you a fan of wrestling? I used to love it when Did I was you? a kid. Was it's different now, though, right? Like that. Like back then, it was like Stone Cold, and yeah. it was well, a different time. And I they, thought it was real as well. Well, 
Did you? Yeah. Kane was my guy. Loved him. Is he the one that looks like Darth Maul? <laughs> yeah, Undertaker's brother. Yeah, right. That's but, the whole storyline. Because the thing that I... Maybe I'm just too ignorant to it and I just need to open my eyes, but because the results are predetermined, aren't they? But then the way you look at it is that it's like going to the theatre rather than going to watch football. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to the theatre, you're going to enjoy it. You know they know their lines, they know that it's all scripted, but you still get the result of the show, the performance. But but, but when when it's like... (laughs) Oh, like, look, because Logan Paul's in it now, right? Yeah, yeah. So when they're like, oh, Logan Paul's, like, so good, he just beat this person. But I'm like, but they wrote for him to beat that person. But it's not that he's good for beating him, it's the athleticism they, he yeah. used to do it. Like, he saved, well, they say he saved Rey Mysterio the other day from, right. like, a backflip that could have gone horribly wrong, but he knew to step in and right. grab it. So it's Logan, like he's Logan's good at really it. good at it. Yeah, very it? good at it. Yeah, I do yeah, I don't, I don't. To be fair, I don't watch a lot now. Right. But yeah. I don't watch yeah. it at all. I just see all these clips. You seem really up. into it. <laughs> <laughs> what would your wrestling name be? I I'd just stick with the Dark White. It works for my surname, and it's like the Dark Knight. You could just be white. And the, the White Knight's not good. White no, boy. That's... White boy. <laughs> <laughs> Great name. Pathetic little white boy. <laughs> no, okay. I'd be. I'd be teeth. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, what, that's all wow. He's got me pathetic little white boy. I get this every week from you. Every week. Now, Emma, (laughs) this is something I'm really excited to talk to you about. You are the face of darts. I don't know about that. Come on. No, you're being too humble. You're being too humble. How does it feel to be the face of darts? (laughs) I'm not not letting you get away from it. Um, Mm. I'm not, but um, I love it. I love it. I'm really lucky to, to to be doing it, to be fair. When did you first fall in love with darts? Um... You know what? Like I sort of am lucky to be doing it because it was. Um, we talk about all those setbacks and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had basically just kind of got my finally got to the I don't say top of the mountain, but like a little crevice in the mountain where I was like, okay, I've I've got I'm I'm presenting and reporting on Sky Sports News, so I'd got a job. I was like there um, to just kind of like paint the picture a little bit. Um, of sort of how I ended up there. I was on Sky Sports News at one point and I had, I, this is when I'd only been presenting for like a few months. And, you know, in this kind of industry, it's feedback isn't like a, it's not a common thing, is it? I right. feel especially like when you're doing live TV, unless something goes wrong, then you know about it. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it's not a thing where you'd come off like a Sky Sports News shift and people are like, whoa, what a show, guys. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's not how it goes. Yeah. Um, but I remember I was presenting on Sky Sports News like early days. And I had an email from a guy called Rory Hopkins, who was a senior producer at Sky, but I didn't know him. I hadn't worked with him, no idea who he was. Mm-hmm. But he'd emailed me saying, like, it was kind of like just a couple of sentences. Like, um, I don't normally watch Sky Sports News, but it was on today. I think you're really good. Like something proper basic. Didn't really think much into it. I was like, oh, that's like that's quite sweet. Mm. You know, I don't you don't really get things like that often. Didn't think anything more into it. And then we're about six months down the line, COVID has hit. Um, I was barely in Sky Sports News because they'd scaled back the presenting so much. Obviously, you know, like they'd have two people presenting one show. They were having two people present 
throughout the day because it was so much off tape. Right. There was no sport going on. Yeah. Um, they were like, we just don't need to get people in here when we're meant to be at home. Mm-hmm. So they were like, for me, it was like, you can report as well. So we'll just have you at home and just doing Zoom interviews. So I was kind of like down in the dumps, like, oh, I finally got on to like presenting and stuff. And now I'm like at home doing Zoom interviews. And yeah. you know, there's not even any sport. Like sort of again, it felt like, you know, I was saying like snakes and ladders. I've gone up a ladder. Big and snake. And I'm down again. Yeah. Like, yeah, big snake again. Mm-hmm. And then I randomly like... So I'm going through this period of being like down in the dumps and then sport is slowly coming back. I get a random message from a random number. Do you like darts? And I was like, what? <laughs> so I was thinking, yeah, like, I don't mind it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I send yes. that message out to thousands of random numbers. <laughs> yeah. Do you like yeah, darts? No. Was it you? Yeah. I just want to talk to someone about darts. <laughs> Can I talk about darts what makes you reply to that? Well, I was like, well, he fired it up eventually because I was thinking, what? But it was Rory, the producer, who'd randomly seen me on Sky Sports News once. And now we fast forwards like six, seven, eight months. He darts is coming back. He tells me that the pre- presenter, Dave, who'd been presenting darts for however long is the face of darts. Mm-hmm. Um, he is going to be stepping aside and basically like kind of saw something in me and was like, I think you'd be really good at this. Like, you know. Let's see what happens, but come and do some reporting shifts when, we, when we're back on air, um, which is going to be soon, um, and see if you like it and like see where we go. And it was like, what? Like You're just like a little angel like who did come and pluck me out of somewhere, <laughs> but like you saw something. And yeah, so like from then, like I went and did a few kind of reporting jobs at like the first, um, I think it was the World Match Play. That was the first thing back, but it was weird because it was all behind closed doors. Yeah. Like darts behind closed doors is just different. Yeah. Um, so... But even that, I, you know, I did love it because it was like, it, darts is one of those sports as well. It can be the kind of like, it could be a first round match at the world, but you're like, this is dramatic. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they zoom in on the 180 and you're like, oh my God, this is drama. Like, <laughs> we, um, we went to the Worlds um, last year and there was, a, there was a match between sort of two sort of newcomers, um, not like household names, yeah. I can't remember. And um, it was so dramatic. We was, We were like so nervous for both of them. This guy came up to me and uh, he asked me for photos. So I put my arm around his course, mate. And he goes, oh, I'm shaking. And uh, I went, oh, don't worry, it's just me. And then he went, no, the darts, mate. I was just like, oh, <laughs> I've just said it's just me. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. yeah, I don't know why I brought that up. No, I was <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but sorry, yeah. So um, when, you, when you say uh, reporting, so you're going then reporting. It was like interviewing players after. Okay, right. So like post-match interviews and okay, stuff like cool, that. That's so cool. it was a good little intro yeah. because it was like I hadn't done that, mm. going dart. So that was kind of like a good sort of start. You met a few people as in the team. But right. then, but then also that was odd because it, because it was COVID, you didn't like the say Rory the producer. I, I didn't even see him because he was in a truck with the kind of crew, and then everyone was separate because you know you couldn't really mix with a lot of people. And even like I'd be sitting with the commentators and stuff like Wayne and you know Webby John, but then you'd be really spaced apart. I like, remember it, yeah, it was weird now. Yeah, yeah. That, it, it? Fe- like, it looked weird as well, didn't odd it? Times, yeah, like um, love one. But I, I'm obsessed with him. Love him. I like him more than you do. So. No, I don't, I don't, well, don't mean you do. I'll, no, I I'll I'll fight do. you for it. All right, but... you might know him. But... <laughs> I know him really well. We're best mates, so... <laughs> I do love Wayne. Yeah, he's so good. He's so... Oh, God. I'm trying to think if I've ever met him. Don't think I you've have. Got, you've got to meet him. Yeah. You've got to. I'd love to. But I threw you off your story. Where, 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 where were you at? So we, yeah, it was just, you were just saying about that love for 
you know, love, where did it come from? But it was just from there. Like, I think it was, it was a really well, it was the people, the people that, you know, even now why I love going to work on certain events, like, like the Wayne or, you know, whoever else, I've like, mm-hmm. got a really good team. Um, and they're really welcoming. Cause you, I kind of think I went into something not knowing what to expect. These are people who've worked with Dave for a really long time. Mm-hmm. It was a weird time anyway. Um, Rod Studd, who was a commentator, had had a stroke and, you know, he'd been a, like a massive part of their group, but mm-hmm. they, he'd gone like for a bit. Dave had gone and I was like, I'm just kind of this girl coming into this kind of like, you know, environment. And I, I didn't know what to expect, but it was like, you know, they couldn't have been more welcoming and yeah. more like just like Wayne, like took me under his wing, you know, and I was like, that. but almost like wanting you to succeed sort of thing. And, right. You know, so... Yeah, like loved it from the from the start. Like, I knew, obviously, I, I liked darts, but not to the extent of like now. I'll I'll watch you know anything and everything. Mm, I love that about darts. So it does it does pull you in, doesn't it? Yeah, and it does. I know it's a, a bit it sounds a bit cheesy, but it does feel like a proper like family vibe. Like every yeah. every football's like a there's you could argue there's a little bit of like pretentiousness there. Like Roy King, Gary, Nett, not I'm saying they are, but like with it's like an inner circle. Yeah. Whereas darts, yeah. like I'll tell you who I love. Right, yeah. me and my friend Joel, <laughs> who I have to give a shout out to we are huge fans of dan dawson oh he's brilliant he's so he's good funny isn't he he's, he's so funny, funny. um we- so he's working with us now so like right. finally yeah yeah so he'll be you know working at the world but yeah love it some of his i don't know the, the, the classic line that i keep saying i can't believe you said this on sky sports um you know andrew gilding is known as like goldfinger yeah there was a match in leicester at the grand prix where dan said one up the thumb no harm done i was like <laughs> How have you just got away with that? <laughs> when you got that call up, how much research did you want to do before going? Oh man, like I honestly, like I soaked up so much stuff because that was the thing. I was like, it, I actually think I would have been ne- less nervous if it was football. Like despite it being like Premier League or, you know. Because you like, already know it. you yeah. pull back on so much yeah. stuff. Whereas like with darts, I, w- I was like trying to rewatch stuff. I was watching like match play finals back or like world championship, you know, just mm. watching anything I could. And like watching how, you know, people worded, you know, the intros to shows or like anything. And then just like, yeah, trying to research the hell out of it. But it's hard, you know, because with something like that, it's like, what's the starting point here? Where do I even start? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Why is Alexandra Palace in December the best place on earth? Oh, come on. You know why. I know why. (laughs) But I'm not sure where all of these know why. Um, Oh, it is just unbelievable. Mm. Like, if you have the opportunity to come down, like, come down, people. Yeah. Um, Because there's nothing like it, though, is there? No. And you don't have... The thing is, it's like majority of people, like my best friend, like forces me to get tickets every year, Mm. but like we'll come every year. I don't think she could name two darts. You know what I mean? But it's it's the, it's the kind of like atmosphere. It is the whole sort of show, isn't it? Yeah. Um, It's incredible. Yeah. I was speaking to someone the other day and telling them they just need to go. They don't care about darts yeah. at all. But it's just, it's just such a, it's a vibe. Yeah. Is, a vibe, is that what people say now? Like, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. 2018. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't. It is uh, I When, uh, maybe like five, six years ago when I first went, I got lucky and a brand had taken me and I didn't really know darts at this point. And I don't think I watched a single dart being <laughs> yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I go and I, I, I am you've, obsessed you've, you've with played it. On, have you played on the stage? Uh, played on A stage. Yeah, I did um, Winter Gardens in Blackpool. Then we did the I did the O2 as well. Ah, full stage. I tell you what, I'm like again lucky enough to have done like sort of tour, like that we took this on tour and did the Apollo and stuff like this. But I have never been so nervous. I don't know what it is. I get it. 
Like, it doesn't matter if I'm shit at dark. Yeah, you're not meant to be. No. Like, it's fine. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's so. You weird. did well, though. You got a mad checkout on one of those. I, 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 I was very drunk. I was very drunk. Yeah. And then I got a 90 checkout. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. And that's the highest checkout I've ever had. Yeah, well, that's not bad. What a time to yeah. do it. Yeah. You're quite handy, aren't no, I'm you? Not, I'm not. I've seen I'm the not. video. No, though. I'm not. Oh, was that against <laughs> Mardle? <laughs> yeah, against Mardle, yeah. You hit the, the best part of that was um, they were filming that and Webby gets a 180, but I walk in front of the camera for the last treble 20. Oh, no. I got absolutely killed for it. <laughs> so they had to use like a really random shot that was just stuck on the board. And he still brings it up now. I'm like, yeah, sorry. I didn't know they were using that camera. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> what, but that was luck. What's your favourite darts chant that you hear at the palace? Um... Oh, they've turned a lot into like a yeah, 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 talk. you know, haven't <laughs> yeah, they? Yeah. proper like football ones. Yeah. Boring, boring tables, I guess, because some of the tables are boring. Have you ever seen the Ollie Murs tweet about this? Oh, I don't think I have. You will love this. So Ollie Murs went went maybe six, seven years ago. Right. And he was obviously on a table. And it was boring. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he tweeted... Um, he probably, had, he, I, I think he sees the funny side of it now, but he was like, um, can't, I'm at the darts, cannot believe so many people disrespecting the goat, Phil Taylor, all shouting, boring, boring Taylor. Everyone was I like, think go, I, mate. I think <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, mate, it's you on your table. Yeah, Alfie's just found it. People at the darts screaming, boring, boring Taylor. Honestly, grow up. You're watching a true great at his sport. He didn't win 16 world titles being boring. No. Oh, that's that great. little shush emoji as well. Yeah. Oh, no. I would have loved to see the replies. Oh, God. Can we talk a bit about Russ Bray? Yeah. Love that man. Love that man. He's a, he's a real gent as well. He's one of those people that he will like he'll walk past, make sure he gives you a hug, be like, "You look amazing." You know, mm. someone that will actually you're like, "Cheers, Ross." Yeah, okay, <laughs> I've been a million dollars after talking to you. Oh, um, love it. But yeah, so I think he's mm. he's been for a while saying he was gonna. He was kind of been like doing less and less. Yeah. Um, but he'll still be going around the world, and he promotes darts all over the world, yeah, most of Asia and different. You know places, so he'll still be involved. You know, is he? Did I read that he's going to still do the world? This, well, this, I think. Oh, just it. this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. We'll find out. But I, whenever I'm in the pub, people always come up to me. You know the voice, though, don't you? That's oh yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. Like, you can just hear it a mile, yeah. mile off. But so many people, like strangers, ask me what Russ Bray's like. Yeah, he's and cool. it's just like he's, a he's nice just, guy. The, just proper kind of yeah. Yeah, I saw in the video the great video that PDC posted about him sort of like stepping down, and everyone was saying obviously lovely things about him. And he said, "Oh, if people have met me and they say." I met Russ. He's a nice bloke. That's enough for me. And I was like, eh, it, it, yeah. he smashed he that is. as well. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah he, he has. He has. Uh, who is your favourite darts player of all time? Oh, tough. Because I feel like I could get in trouble here. I'll say Wayne Model. I can get away with that. Yeah. Safe. Do you feel like you have to stay neutral so you can't say anyone covering? Current. But the thing is, it also changes. Like I'm really. You know, if you're nice to me, I'm like, okay, you're my favourite at the moment. Like, you know, so it doesn't yeah, matter whether how good like, they're doing up there. Cool, like, um, so, but everyone is really lovely. It's yeah. not like there aren't really anyone who you're like, ugh, like, yeah, yeah you're not. Who's cool. the nicest? Um, who, who's one? Just pick us a name, so you don't get in trouble. Well, like Van Gerwen, for example. Like, I um, I remember one of my first. We were talking about like presenting in COVID, and my one of my first ever like shows. Or well, it must have been. I must have been two or three, and um. I, I I think I was sitting outside the venue. I'd got to the venue super early, like sitting outside 
And um, my, I had a little routine because I was so like, you know, into that whole like, oh God, like anxious and nervous and this show needs to be great. And this is one of my first ones. So I was kind of sitting in the car, like reading my notes, I think. And on my way, like I'd got a sandwich. It was like nine in the morning. I was like, okay, like this is it's like an egg sandwich. So we're kind of breakfast slash lunch. This is fine. And like, I'd done the same thing every day. And I'm just sitting in my car and there's like someone knocks on the window and it's Michael Van Gogh and he's just standing outside the venue kind of like smoking or whatever. And I'm thinking, what the hell? I've never remember, even spoken you've to never him. Met- never spoken to him. Like <laughs> I'd seen him play darts, obviously. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, like I wind down the window and I'm like, hey. And he's like, you're doing a good job. And I was like, oh, oh, thank you. And he was like, "Good, I'm good friends with Dave, meaning Dave Clark. Um, but you're doing well. And I was like, okay, thank, thanks. Like, good luck. See you later. <laughs> and like, start winding the window up and he goes, and enjoy your meal. And there's like, like <laughs> sandwich boxes like thrown over my car. I was like, oh my God, it's Michael Van Gogh just embarrassed me. Like, oh. and I was like, am I, am I unhealthier than him? Like, what? That's um, really lovely. That's but, also, but I thought like that was creepy. one of the first things. And, like, and he obviously just saw me sitting in my car like being a loser. And came over. So like, you know, it's, but it's like, yeah, even then I was like, ah, oh, like, that's quite sweet. Yeah, that is nice. <laughs> who's who's a name that comes to your head when we say funniest starts player to interview? Uh, to interview, maybe Nathan. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. he's a good one as well because he'll talk, say whatever, doesn't really care. Yeah, that's a good shout. <laughs> You're loving bunting at the moment, bunting. aren't you? Well, he's the people's champ at the moment because of all the videos he keeps putting on Twitter and oh, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he's just, he's just so funny, so funny. And um, Gezi... Yeah. So we again we you had we, him on, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we've spoken about it a lot on here. A lot of people you, people assume he's going to be a knobhead, and he's really not a knobhead, and he's sound. And the amount of time, like that's the one people don't believe when I tell them. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Cool. Yeah, I say he's just sound. Yeah, but and if anything, like he's not that kind of real brash, loud character. No, like if you just saw him, I don't know, in the like hotel bar or something after like mm. an event, he'd just be chill. He's quite shy, isn't he? If anything, yeah. it's like he's the opposite. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have to kind of like coax stuff out of him. Like, you know, he is, I, it's just a, it's, but that's why like we probably love darts. It's like you love these personas and characters and, mm. you know. Who's your favourite walkout? Um, I'd probably say Nathan, just because of Mr. Brightside. Yeah. It's, you need something that everyone knows and everyone gets behind. Like that at Ali Pali is like brilliant. Classic. And Classic. he longs it out, so. <laughs> what would your walkout song be? Mm, don't know. Want everyone singing don't along. Ask me this. Every, yeah. It needs to be, like I said, something that everyone knows. I was going to say some Adele, but that's just too damn You want it upbeat, yeah. yeah. You yeah. need it upbeat. Just like a drum and bass remix. What, what? I said that you ha- I get <laughs> to rain. Could- yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's singing it as well. <laughs> <laughs> what did you use? Did you use Happy Hour by the Housemans? It's Happy Hour again. And then I did some weird song for the second one, some rap song. Because my cousin came with me and it was his favourite song. So when we was in the car on the way, I went, I'll get them to do this one for you. Gotta go for a banger. Go yeah. Queen, Oasis. There's a few in Cullens. there. Locker. Cullens, yeah. And Oasis, yeah. Yeah. You need one. You do need one like that, though. Don't mm-hmm. you? That everyone can get behind. Nothing too niche. Willie O'Connor's. Yeah. Cranberries. Yeah. That bangs. Zombie. <laughs> Zombie. Zombie. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good ones. So we're gonna. But that's the good thing about the worlds as well, because you get to just hear ones that you like. Okay. Yeah, I like Whitlock's as well. Yeah, Whitlock's. Yeah. Oh. Is that Land Down Under? Yeah. yeah. And we're going to push you for an answer on this. You have to give You have to give one. And if we ever see you do a walkout, it has to be the song. Yeah. So, so pick- you want to know, oh, set fire to the rain, I'll take it. Oh, you're having that? I was going to say hello, but that's just way too slow. Yeah, that's yeah, too yeah, slow. You can't do set fire to the rain's decent. I Get the right part like, of the we, song. We do mm. a little mix of it. A little remix, yeah. That's a bit rubbish, isn't it? No, it's good. 
If I head to the rain, drum and bass remix. Yeah, you singing it. Uh, Me I've got sing, everything I'll, in there. I'll sing it. I'll sing it. <laughs> Final few questions. I just did, Fee. I said fire just to the rain. Just to the rain. <laughs> I can't do it. I am so cringe. It's a joke. Um, Emma, who is your early prediction to win the world champs? Gonna say your good friend, Gerwin Price. Yeah. I, f- I feel like every, we've had pretty much every event we have on Sky this year, I'm like, oh, he's going to win. Mm. Vince, like, he's going to be great. Even the the last major we had on Sky, Grand Slam, he was averaging like 110, 112. And then, yeah, got beaten by Gary Anderson. But um, I'm going to I'm gonna say Price. I feel like he's just, he can be like breathtakingly good, can't Yeah. He? I just really want the crowds to just take it easy on him. It, yeah. That's just I, the English Welsh. I, I know. I know that that's the fun of darts, and it's like a it's like a panto thing, and it's at Christmas, and it's good to have a panto villain. But I just think he, he's it just too it nice. Affects him as well. He has yeah, to take it a lot. Doesn't yeah, it? he won't be able to get the ear the ear protectors out this year. No, they got banned, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you got fined for that. Yeah. yeah. Who would you say your underdog of the tournament is? One to watch. Should we go, Stephen Bunting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your excitement yeah. Emma, it's been an absolute pleasure oh, to have you on. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's been fun. It's been a pleasure. What's coming up for you in 2024? Uh, darts, hello. Uh, <laughs> get the darts out of the way. Um, also be working on some of the tennis that Sky have got now um, and working across Sky Sports News. So, yeah, I'm watch sure. those things, guys. I'm sure you'll keep, keep smashing it. Have you got anything on your professional bucket list that you're yet to hit? Working across football, presenting football, you know, on Sky. So League Two specifically. League Two, and I'll know the table. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. This has been a pleasure. The World Champs kicks off tomorrow, December the 15th, and we will see the lovely Emma Payton on it, presenting it all tournament. This has been Jack Mate's Happy Hour podcast with Emma Payton, me, Jack Mate, and Stevie White. Emma, before we go, we ask everyone this. Uh-oh. What's the meaning of life? Is this real or are we cut? No, this is real. Okay. Um, have fun, guys. See you in a few days. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>